Welcome to Stabbing Time, where your host will rate gore and gore. Come get stabby with us. Welcome back to Stabby Time. Oh, I already cut you off. What's up? <laughs> got, oh. got something to say. Well, I wasn't sure. <laughs> you already started it. All right. Yeah, we could restart, okay. but what you got? No, I mean, clearly we're good now. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. I might just leave this. It's comedic humor. It's like. <laughs> yeah, uh, welcome back, everybody. Yeah, that's it. Now I that's that was. Thanks, Brendan. <laughs> you, killed it. Ruined, you killed, killed it you, you killed the flow <laughs> the flow is no more uh we are here to review renfield and evil dead rising but we're gonna obviously save evil dead rising for last oh yeah and we're gonna go over reviews for a new segment yep. reviewing reviews <laughs> <laughs> yep. which is always fun and it's on. we're gonna do the ones on uh, rotten tomato so it'll be for uh, both of these movies that we're reviewing. So we are going to start with Renfield. The description on IMDb is Renfield, Dracula's henchman, and in inmate, yeah, inmate in a lunatic asylum for decades. Longs for a life away from the Count. His various demands and all of the bloodshed that comes with them that's it that's the description but we have nicholas cage as dracula we have renfield renfield is his familiar and then yep. we have uh oh my god then you have teddy who is like the kid of this mafioso family and then uh aquafina is rebecca the cop <laughs> uh yeah i mean it I enjoyed the movie. So it like starts off with uh, his familiars going to that church and it's mm -hmm. um, what was it? A codependency basically like yeah. meet up. <laughs> and I mean, they go, they obviously go through the story of how blah, 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 Dracula, blah, blah, blah. He became his familiar. Um, the one thing they did add that I don't, Maybe I don't see a lot. I don't see a lot of vampire movies. Like my vampire movies are like Blade, um, Twilight. I didn't even watch Twilight. I mean, I did watch Twilight later on, but I'm not a big fan of it. So it's like Blade or yeah. Interview with a Vampire, like that. Oh, and uh, oh, what's the one with the girl in the latex? Underworld. Yeah, Underworld. Yeah. Yeah, like those are my, like what I know about. Oh, what we do in the dark, but uh, what we. Yeah, I mean, what we do in the wait, what shadows. we do in the shadows? Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, I had a brain brain <laughs> aneurysm for a minute. But like, but this familiar, if he eats bugs, he gets superpowers. Um, oh, yeah. and he does. Like, he beats the fuck out of people. Um, so basically, like Dracula in the beginning gets fried by a pope-like dude. Oh. Yeah, I was like, was it the Pope? I was like, a, I don't yeah, know if there's oh, a level. Yeah. <laughs> but he had the tall hat um, and he got fried. So they ended up going to New Orleans 
I believe it was, and oh, like put up shop. So he's got to Renfield's got to find bodies for Dracula so he could get back to one hundred percent. That's what he said in counseling. He's like, my boss mm-hmm. needs to get to a hundred percent. Counselor guy goes, okay, cool. I don't know what that means. Uh, that's a little weird, but yes, one hundred percent. And it's the whole, the whole beginning, like the the very first thing you hear is them the the girl talking about her boyfriend being obsessed with ska. Yeah. Oh like yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> it just ended up being like a running joke through the movie. Oh god, yeah. Because the, the, the spray music. paint. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I think it's like, a ska. Ska song. <laughs> I think it's like, a ska song. Like, what's the what's the writer's obsession with ska music? It's gotta be <laughs> a, it's gotta be an inside joke. Um yeah. <clears throat> That's in the beginning, like, so Renfield tries, what I like is when Renfield tried to, like, the opening scene where he gets to the drug dealers, and and he just beats the fuck out of them. It kind of had, like, a superhero vibe, though, with, like, the fight scenes and everything, um... Just with the guy that looked like he was from Interview with a Vampire. But then that big motherfucker comes in and he's the hitman to go over the three guys that Renfield's going after. And that guy looked like something out of a fucking horror movie. I don't even know why he had a mask on. It That's why I'm like, what, it was like a superhero. What, what, what was his name? <laughs> Didn't they say it was like a racist name? Oh, God, they did. I don't know, I though. Fuck. I got to look it up. I I, don't, I have no idea what they called it. But they're like, do you know it sounds racist? And like, fucking Renfield is chopping people in pieces and shit. And he cuts off that dude's head. So this movie's got tons of blood. um, And a lot of limbs. But that's why it like gave me that this was like a weird superhero movie. Because it's like, there's a villain. Yeah, the dude's <laughs> name was Apache Joe. Oh, Jesus. The big guy. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. I can see why that does sound racist. <laughs> but he gets so his head's flying out of the fucking building. Um, yeah. And yeah, so he tries to give, I guess, Dracula the bodies and Dracula's like, this is shit. Like, I need some pure souls. Like, I want some nuns or he goes, female cheerleaders. He goes, <laughs> specifically females. He's like, it's not a sexual thing. Like, I don't know. The jokes on here, some of them are funny and some of them were like, meh. Like, I don't know. It was a give and take. It was a give and take. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like there was a weird moment in the movie where uh, Nick Cage had this like sarcastic kind of vibe to him. And I liked that version of Dracula more than most of the version that he was giving in this movie. Um, But yeah, so he goes to that codependent group again and then ends up uh, getting an apartment wearing pastels, which was hilarious. Um, and then, yeah, he gets a gross apartment and then, like, paints it up and he goes and gets a sweater that's all pastels. I don't know why in any movie, when you try to get your shit together, you have to wear pastels and whites. <laughs> They're like, I'm going to get my shit together. It's always pastels and whites. Like, no one in all black can get their shit together. 
But yeah, they like basically told him what to do, like clean his nails, comb his hair, mm-hmm. uh, get him back to human. So he's not like taking care of Dracula and then he gets pissed off. So I like the part where you find the you see the relationship between the mafia that set the hitman, him and his mom, which I'm kind of sad they didn't really show like what the mom was doing because you see like someone behind like a like a medical cur- curtain. Yeah. And then like you don't see anything. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like it's just kind of like, oh, here's just a random room that looks like, you know, was it the American Mary? <laughs> room and then that's it like uh yeah and then he leaves but teddy's probably my my favorite character in this whole movie um he was ben hilarious Schwartz. yeah I, I love him he's amazing yeah don't be suspicious don't be suspicious but i like his character so he's like you know his mom's the mob boss and he's fucking up because now that hit dude got murdered by Renfield. So now he's going after Renfield and his mom's telling him to like get his hands dirty. So he goes into that fucking bar that Renfield's at. And then you have this fucking cop. There's like three stories. And then you have this cop who her dad got killed by the mafia people. So she's always on their ass and she was investigating the first fight. And now she's like trying to investigate this bar because she found a pen that Renfield dropped. And now they're all like together. This is like the together story. So Renfield's already there. She comes and then the son comes in because I guess he's going after Renfield. And he's actually sees the cop and he goes to shoot her. And Renfield eats one of his magical bugs. And then they both go just ape shit. Uh, people are getting their fucking arms chopped off. There's <laughs> so much blood in this movie. Uh, a lot of limbs getting chopped off. A lot of limbs. A lot of bug eating. And a lot of limbs. So, yeah. I mean, again, I feel like it's a situation where it felt like a superhero movie. Because you had the villain in masks. And then all of a sudden you have this like Matrix music playing like and then they start like fighting and then, yeah, doing kicks and chopping people's head off with plates. Uh, (laughs) Aquafina does question that. uh, And he's like adrenaline. Yeah, just adrenaline. I'm like, he also like chopped the dude's head off with a fucking serving tray. So I mean, like and and he impaled someone by kicking the table at him. Yeah, like I mean (laughs) adrenaline gives me uh MMA training and also (laughs) superpowers. So lucky me. And she's like, okay, no problem. And they kind of have this weird romantic moments uh i don't know why they even put it in there but you know it is what it is so Mm -hmm. basically she's mad because she's trying to get the mafia kid and the mafia is mad because he's trying to get renfield they finally find where renfield lives and they find dracula which is like crazy because if you think about it 
you don't see really Nick Cage until like half of the movie. Yeah. Like it is literally Renfield because it, it's Renfield. It's about Renfield. So mm-hmm. you got Teddy who finds Dracula. And Dracula just fucking kills off half all of his crew but him. Uh, and they start making a deal because Dracula found out that Renfield was going into those fucking self-help groups and then finds out like where it was because he kept like reading from this book. He finds the church, goes to the church and then again fucking tears into these people. Uh, Literally. Yeah, like, I mean, fucking tears into them, uh, sucks them of their blood. And then he goes back to his lair where the mafia dude finally woke up from being knocked out. And he his whole plan now is that he wants to take over the world. Dracula, his plan is he wants to take over the world um, because that's what a narcissist does when so it tests them um so the self-help group was correct and he's like i'm intimidated now i gotta get more so he wants to take over the world now and he wants to involve the mafia people so he could like build himself a mafia of uh was it uh familiars Mm -hmm. and you know renfield just wants to have his life with his crush rebecca and just live a happy happy life so basically what happens is after fucking Dracula kills all of these people, Renfields is found by Rebecca. And now Rebecca thinks that he killed those people, tries to arrest them. And then all of a sudden these other there's just so much that's going on with the, these three stories that it kind of is like, what the fuck? So now you got Rebecca Redfield in the fucking car. She's being like double crossed by the fucking cops. And then you got the mafia also coming in and then they're trying to make a deal with her. At first they hated her, but now they don't hate her anymore because she's got Renfield. So now that they want to offer her promotions, uh, so she said, fuck that. Shoots like the power lines and this distracts them enough that she gets away. Um, She gets shot. Renfield's taking care of her. And now it's back just to them two. And then. Dracula finds that well no wait they go after dracula like this movie there was just so much going on i couldn't even keep track um who found dracula wait did dracula found them first or they found dracula first who's your dracula found them okay oh yeah yeah, he kidnapped her sister oh yeah that's that's right yeah and just manipulated her to come get her yeah yeah, yeah. I forgot. I was like, wait a minute. So yeah, the sister's fucking there. And now you got Redfield and the cop is now working together. And uh he's he confesses to her that he needs bugs to like be a superhero. And when he gets there, he finds like the mafia um is all like super powered now. I like how Teddy snorted his like cocaine, which is funny. Uh it's a big set of bite. Centipede. <laughs> it was a big Cenobite from Hellraiser. It was crazy. He snorted it. 
Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. and then they had like a fighting scene. And I mean, the best part of this whole movie, honestly, was the last scene is when Renfield kicks Teddy in the stomach and you see his insides and then you see that he shits and pukes all at once. <laughs> and that yeah. is like and it's like all that, in slow motion. That, that's a kick. Yeah, like, like that. <laughs> that is all in slow motion, too. That was like the best part of the whole movie, I think. Um and then, yeah, they basically end up like Aquafina's, like, no, or Rebecca. Sorry, I want to call her Aquafina. But Rebecca, he's Dracula's trying to make a trade with her, saying that if, you know, she becomes part of his crew, that he'll let her sister alive. Instead, uh, Rebecca decides to open up the window. Um, Dracula then ends up getting entrapped in a circle of cocaine. Uh, cause that defeats Dracula and then they just beat the fuck out of him. Like with everything with like chainsaws and axes, uh, they just fucking murder him in pieces. And then, uh, yeah, that's, then that is the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like I, for me, this movie was, it was good it was a nicholas cage movie it, that's what it was it was a nicholas cage movie um and it had it was funny i mean they did get a lot of famous people in it uh i mean but it is what it is the nicholas cage movie and i'm sorry nicholas cage but your movies get three stabbies for me because <laughs> it was fun but it wasn't like good you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. Well, what, what are you going to rate this one? I, I'd probably give it a four. Like, I, I really enjoyed it because it was just super goofy. It was very there's goofy. A lot, there's a lot of homage to the other Dracula movies. Yeah, I did like, like how they did that um, with the whole lighting and everything with his face. Well, well even uh, Rebecca's dad, that was just his name switched from the actual book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that was cool. And then, yeah, like when they showed like the flashbacks where it's all black and white, like that's the actual footage. Yeah, I did like that with with them superimposed into it, (laughs) which was kind of neat. Yeah, I did like that part, too. I did like it. I just Nicolas Cage. I mean, at least it was better than a Nicolas Cage movie that like blew off his balls. I forgot which one that was. Um, But yeah, I mean. It was good. I'd watch it again. I'd definitely watch again. I do love the coloring. It kind of reminded me of the uh, the Munsters coloring when it gets to that mm-hmm. teal, that teal and that black and white kind of look. Ugh, I love it. And this was also Nick, Nick Cage's uh, first movie, first like major studio movie since Ghost Rider. Oh no, the, shit! The second one. Yeah, no <laughs> the first shit. One Fuck Nicholas Cage. Damn, really? Yeah, he's just been yeah. doing indie stuff since then. I guess I don't realize it because I watch so many Nick Cage movies that I don't realize that they're like indie movies. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, this is probably <laughs> Yeah, because the only reason he, the only reason he did this because he's always wanted to play Dracula. Yeah, it runs in his family. It's in his blood. Mm-hmm. It's in his blood. 
All right. So we are going to do review review for Renfield. Um, these reviews are from IMDB. And we are doing the cool. run one stars, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is <laughs> I already know my favorite review. But uh, <laughs> did you my <laughs> I love this one. Uh, are we going to go? Do you want to go to order or do you want to just kind of pick through yep. and we, we we could just do uh, we'll do four. So you do two. I do two. And we'll just we'll just go through. Okay. And just read. We could take turns reading one. I was like, because my my favorite one so far is by uh, George Babov dash three, four, five hundred. And it just says story, not interesting. Warning, spoilers. <laughs> like, that's it. That's that that's it. Warning spoilers. That's a spoiler. Is the story's not interesting. Oh, you didn't. Oh, he's got his review there. Yeah. You're, Wait. You don't see it? No. Yeah, it's there. It's the whole paragraph. I don't I don't see it. Oh, here we go. Oh, never God. mind. Never mind. It says uh the story is absolute trash and the movie is very cheesy with the occasional cringe movie jokes. The movie focused a lot on the story of a police officer and some crazy douchey pet family. No, no. what? What? Pseudo. Oh, pseudo mob family, and mainly on the personal growth quote quote of Renfield. I expected something more. Both the comedy and the scary part were missing. I thought there was jokes, wasn't there? And and there's fucking blood. Like, what did you want? Like, what? There was a uh, lot of jokes. Yeah, yeah. fucking idiot. Uh, there were some gory scenes. Oh, and then he fucking had right after. There's some gory scenes which could classify as scary for some, but not for a movie, typically scary movie enjoyer. <laughs> like, nah. I was Renfield was advertised to be scary. Yeah, yeah. I would I would say the genre of the movie is trash, comedy, horror parody. Oh, but you said horror parody. Um, I guess comedy and horror don't mix well. What? A lot okay. of people. Yeah. Like what? What's Evil Dead then? Um, a lot of people left the cinema a bit before the end. Nicolas Cage is a good actor, but he missed with that movie he like i said he's in only 50 percent of this movie so what like what this is so stupid it's scary yeah. but gory but scary but it's not a horror movie but i would label it as a horror movie parody like what <laughs> obviously like you already, you already like said it was a horror movie i can't with these people okay yeah. you, you you give us your pick all right, this one's just, it's from Ashford Official, and his ta his thing is just, it it's bad. Okay. <laughs> and then, I like this one, because he looks like he's putting effort to, like, separate the paragraphs and stuff. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah. It, it just says, I love, I love the black and white opening scene, and it was impressive. That and Nicolas Cage's Dracula were the only two things the movie done it right. Nicholas Holt's performance, Joker attempt to turn the movie somewhat entertaining. An awful story and screenplay with with banal dialogues and un, un, unvaried pacing. <laughs> I believe the comedic and silly tone in the movie is ruined. Its overall quality. If it's just a horror movie, 
if it's just horror, this movie had a fighting chance at the box office and avoid being a flop. Also, why did they why did they spend sixty five million dollars for this project? That is so crazy considering there was no chance this film is going to gross more than a hundred million dollars. Oh also, <laughs> this movie never even looked like a sixty five million dollar project. Where did all the budget goes? Goes where did it yeah. goes? <laughs> yeah, I still believe it was a huge. Huge mistake that Universal Pictures scrapping Dark Universe because of, of one movie that I liked very much. The Mummy, obviously. Yeah, if, oh they, if they stick with their plan and build a co- cohesive shared cinematic universe based on the Universal Classic Monsters IP with a decent budget and real talent, oh, they would have had a successful franchise in their arsenal right now. <laughs> Because that's what I do for a living is uh, do this. This is why I'm giving all this great advice. <laughs> I uh, so my uh, review is the there. It's from Bo Razor, and it says Double mm-hmm. A beats Dracula. I'm not sure what that means. It sounds like a wrestling like reference but i think it's talking about like a double a movie oh yes i get yeah maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. they also use paragraphs so good 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 um their review says willpower desire goodwill beating dracula what the idea is bad you say period this is why how i'm reading it how's it's how it is like punctuated by oh, the I way uh, mm-hmm. wait till you see the acting a parliament of owls, a school of fish, a murder of crows, or even a handful of pebbles would have been better actors. I feel like this person was stoned. Um, paragraph. The leading actress, police woman, I don't, I don't think she was a lead role, uh, is possibly the worst actress who has ever walked on, walked the earth. She can't speak. Act, walk, move, etc. I think she could speak. Um, she walked. She walked pretty well. Yeah, she walked pretty well. She didn't fall. Uh, I mean, I don't know what they expected to come from that character, but you know, these people are obviously professionals. Uh, so the next paragraph says, "As for Nicholas Cage, oh, they are spreading some tea, girl. I mean." We knew he was really untalented, but dropping down to this, a horrible role, a horrible script, and he is so, so bad that he actually fits in. Girl, you have not, or boy, or they, I don't know what you are, but you obviously have not seen Nicolas Cage movies in the past few years. Um, That's kind of his thing. And that's what he feeds to. Uh, that's so stupid. In short, bad writing. Ba- this person fucking periods and commas. Bad writing, bad acting, bad musics, <laughs> bad editing, bad everything. Chris McKay, stop making movies, please. I mean, this reviewer is so descriptive. Um they don't really give a reason why they hate the movie. They are just, they just hate everything. Yeah, they just Literally. hate everything. Literally. They were like, bad, bad, don't like that person can't walk right. 
<laughs> like what the fuck oh god that was yeah that was a mouthful your turn all right this this one's from i guess livy Liviach, Liviach, so bloody that it's just disgusting it's like like too bad the movie could have been quite okay there could have been there could have been made more of of it oh God. But like too many and too bloody splatter scenes ruined it completely some wrote that it was like like in a tom and jerry movie because there's lots of blood in there what well, yeah I found, a, I found it tom and jerry <laughs> is like eight they're like only 18 and over yeah <laughs> but i i found it nothing but disgusting Page as Dracula was quite funny, and there there were some nice jokes, but the bloodiness was so terrible, <laughs> terribly overwhelming that it ruined the whole movie. I wonder whether there's a cut version which could be more enjoyable without all the completely unnecessary oh splatter. The way the movie oh is God. now, I would absolutely not recommend it to anyone. Oh it's just a waste of time, unfortunately. Okay, so after, <laughs> after reading. After, yeah, the whole because they hate blood. Yeah. After blood. reading that review, I am going to when this movie comes out, I'm going to edit it and cut out all the blood in the movie, and then I'm going to repost it in the Patreon page. They like, already do that. They have that fucking like that Christian uh what? Uh, like yeah, I I don't know what it's called, but it's like that Christian uh app thing that and it's out like bad language, sex scenes. Oh my god! Violence. We're gonna yeah, okay. like this whole. I have this whole like conversation with one of my coworkers because he's like <laughs> a, a huge Christian, and he was watching the boys. But he's watching oh the boys god. edited. I'm like, are you fucking? Yeah, it's like two seconds of fucking movies. <laughs> it's like don't watch shit if it's edited like that. And yeah. he's like, and, I, and he hasn't even got to the third season. I'm like, the third season's by far the worst. Yeah, like what do you? You're what, not gonna get through that shit. <laughs> what do you do? You play, and he's like, hello, boy, good, okay, goodbye, the end. Like, how the yeah. fuck do you even watch? It's like this. This movie would be two seconds if you got. Yeah, it's a horror movie. Yeah, like, a horror parody at that. So it's, yeah. it's gonna be over the top. <laughs> They're like, it's bloody. There's so much blood. There's blood. And there's blood. Did you know how blood there is? There's a lot of blood. Um <laughs> Jesus Christ. So let's see. Yeah. Oh god, this is gonna be the best. Um so this is from John underscore nine A. The film thinks it's much more than it is. I feel like this sentence doesn't seem right, but you know what? Let's go with the bad grammar. Nothing original. <laughs> Again, with these fucking periods. Routine gore comedy. The gore value is supposed to give the viewer a trendy feeling. What? Uh, but there's nothing new here. Therapy scene was stolen from Austin Powers, but with more gore, of course. Wait, what? What? Was there an Austin Powers? What? Therapy scene was stolen. From yeah. There's more gore. Yeah. I mean, there's therapy scenes in a lot of movies. Yeah. Like what? Uh, it goes on saying silly fighting scenes. 
the usual underdog anti-hero guy who finds a girl he likes, silly mafia villains, Hollywood thinks very lowly of its audience. I like Nicolas Cage, but other than a clenched silly Dracula with too much gore makeup and bad teeth, he adds very little hair. Nicholas Holt is the sympathetic guilty victim. His part is with no, his part is thin with very silly superpower boost. He is like the main character. Um, there is implied depth to his character, but nothing of any substance in the script. At best, one time viewer of curiosity, the film thinks of much more than it is. Oh, look at Then he goes back to his title. Look at him. Good for you, John. Um, people, this is a horror movie. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a campy horror movie. I don't know what else people want. And people like do Nicolas Cage has made a lot of money off of the indie films that he's made with his campy acting and if you nope. think he's going to change that for a mainstream film, you're sadly mistaken because it's like mm -hmm. rolling with him. So why break character now? Like, this is what people came to see this movie for. Like, these people nope. are all people who have not seen any indie Nicolas Cage movies at all. Um, it's a Dracula with too much gore. That's a funny statement. Um, since Dracula like drinks blood and shit, but that that's me. The superpower thing I get, like that's what I said, because it does seem like very superheroish. Well, but, I mean they're supernatural beings. Yeah, but like he's like <laughs> the then part of the Ren Renfield is literally the title of the movie. He is the main yeah. part of the movie. Uh, Dracula is only 15, 50% of it. That, that is it. Yeah. This is, these reviewers need to really actually watch the movie and stop. We're scrolling <laughs> on TikTok and watching movies. Uh, is that it? Did, did we do our last one? Is that the last one? Well, yeah, you did want one extra, but that's fine. No, <laughs> that one needed attention badly. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> you bastards. All uh, right. I'm sure the I'm sure the Evil Dead ones will be great. No, I can I cannot wait. <laughs> uh uh so we are going to take a quick break and then we are going to come back to talk about Evil Dead Rise and review reviews. I'm Poltergeist and I make inappropriate songs about horror movies. So basically, I just came to see some naked D's and A's for free. Take a peek. 12 cabins, 12 vacancies, 12 bodies, mother pray for me, I might go psycho occasionally, one body, too many pray for me, cause we all go a little mad sometimes. Lord of the dead, Lord of the dead, you can wake up in the coroner's bed, this is the hour for mourning and dread, drain all the blood that was stored in his head. All of the apologies that you can muster from your dread, won't protect you on your bed, nothing will from Pumpkinhead. This is not a dream baby, this ain't Halloween baby, when I'm on the scene this is what we call a scream baby. 
subscribe on YouTube at Poltergeist OD. Follow me on Instagram and the Slasher app at Poltergeist underscore OD. So we are back to talk about Evil Dead Rise. Um, I had a Bruce Campbell fulfilled week when this came out. So I bought the tickets for opening day. And mm -hmm. then that Tuesday went to go see Bruce Campbell at Last Audience Standing. And it was amazing. Uh, and then a funny a funny moment happened. So I was on Sledge Hammer Horror, their podcast, and they had another person not oh god. I forgot his name. I wanna give I wanna I wanna be proper and give him a shout out. There we go. Movie Watch Daily. Sorry. So we were on Sledgehammer Horror with Movie Watch Daily and he like uh oh yeah he said the same spider-man joke that bruce said at my last fan standing and i was laughing because i go wait a minute did you go to the last fan standing and he goes i did and i forgot where he said like arizona and i said i was the one in chicago and he said the same jokes <laughs> It's like, <laughs> this is perfect. I was like, it's hilarious. He said the same shit because he said that um, he's been the only person that's defeated Spider-Man because he didn't let him into the movie theater. And he didn't go. Oh, yeah. And Spider-Man Spider 2. Yeah, yeah. That's And then we started like talking about the other stories he said. I was like, oh, cool. So he says the same stories, but I mean, it's amazing just being like in the same room with that man. It is, uh, it's an experience. So one day I'll actually be able to take a photo next to him, but sadly I didn't have, I had a life, so I couldn't like buy all of the fucking VIP tickets like everyone else did in the two seconds that the show announced that it was going to the Vic. But, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, God damn it, man. Like, you can't even, like, breathe for two seconds. People are like, it's done. It's sold out. But, yeah. But, yeah, I had a Bruce Campbell-filled week. It was amazing. Uh, So, yeah. Reviewing Evil Dead Rise. The description from IMDB says... A twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons. Ugh, I got a stuffy note because again. Thrusting them into a paramal? Paramal? Primal. Primal? Primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable. So, we have Ellie is the mom. Beth is the sister and you you see her and like she's a uh sound person for a band uh you see that in the beginning of the movie and she finds out she's prego but ellie has three kids uh they are danny danny is a they bridget the older sister and then casey is the little sister and they live in a apartment in new york beth comes back into their lives and they are just like going about their day like that they're like all kind of busy so you're like getting familiar with this like building and uh 
the Ellie, the mom, tells the kids, mm. like, here's some money, go get pizza. So Danny grabs the bigger sister, little sister, takes them to get pizza, and you they have their whole like family situation part of the movie that they discuss. They're like, Yeah, like, where's Jimmy or where the fuck the husband's name was? And she's like, uh, he left and I told you and she's like oh my god I didn't get these voice messages which means she didn't give a shit so they go through their family drama <laughs> and so like they're in New York right like I'm gonna just double check this like it's in New York right well, I don't know I don't know if they ever really said where they were at here let me double check I was like because I've like well, it has, it has to be driving distance from a, a forest. Yeah, because they advertise, like, New York. Uh, Let's see. D -d 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 -d. Yeah, yeah. So it's supposed yeah. to be in New York. Um, So, and the reason I'm, like, saying this is because they... So their kids are getting pizza. They come back, and they're in a the parking lot. And all of a sudden, an earthquake oh. happens. And... Everybody, like, is frantic, and they're hiding. Uh, and then after that, the kids just seem very calm about that there's a fucking earthquake in New York. And then a crack just happened to be, like, in where their building is. Um, and even before this... Wait, oh my god, I'm forgetting the, the killer scene in the, more, in the beginning. So, yeah, at the, at the lake. yeah. So before this even happens, uh, you see a cabin. Uh, it's more like a glamping, but there's a cabin and you see two people and this guy has a fucking drone and you got the typical nerdy girl. Like this is like a classic, like kind of take back into the horror films. Like you got the nerdy girl and you got like the boyfriend of her hot friend, but her friend is in the cabin and she's sick and she goes in there and it's, uh, oh no, it's her sister. And uh, she's obviously like something's fucked up because she's turned around. Um, and then she's like talking to her and then their sister fucking like gets up and she grabs her si other, the nerdy girl and rips her fucking scalp off her head. Like, this movie hits you as soon as you walked in and sat down. It assaults you right away. Um, and it doesn't stop there. So, the bitch fucking rips the nerdy girl's scalp off. And she goes outside. And, like, the girl with the scalp is bleeding everywhere. And the kid with the fucking, um, drone... Is like sitting there going like, oh my god, oh my god. And the fucking possessed girl comes. And of course, I knew they were going to do something with the drone. But I thought that she was going to get him. But instead, she gets the drone and like fucking chops her own face off. Like, and then she goes into the water. And the boyfriend's a fucking idiot. He jumps in after her. Like, I'm sorry. Uh something's obviously wrong with her 
and she's not herself and she wants to die because she's chopping off her face. Like, why would you want to? And you see that like her sister's, she ripped off her fucking sister's skulls. So like, why do you want to save her? But the dumb fuck goes in the water and ends up getting murdered. Shocker. But the girl without the scalp is still like alive at the end. Like, they don't go back to her, but the movie cuts, and that's when you see the girl, uh, Beth taking the pee pregnancy test in the concert, and you're getting into her whole, like, backstory. Um, so, yeah. So then we go back to the earthquake happens, and you even get, like, the camera view. Like, you know, the demons are back in the forest, and they're flying everywhere, and you hear the... And uh, it's the same camera views of, like, Evil Dead. And, I mean, the beginning fucking music will make your ears bleed. I bought tickets to the, like, high-def sound system. Mm -hmm. Big mistake. It hurt my head. Like, it was like... <laughs> like, it was so <laughs> fucking loud. Uh, but terrifying. So it was awesome. But, yeah, they... So... They got the earthquake has happened and Danny, this little shit, is like, oh, there's a big fucking hole in the ground. Let me look. So not only are they not questioning that there's an earthquake in New York, they're like, oh, there's a big fucking hole. Let me see what's down there. And Danny's, they're looking down there and they're trying to see what's going on and they see that there's like a bunch of shit and then there's a safe. So they go down crack open the safe because usually there's only good things in safe like treasures just sadly mistaking not in here uh mm -hmm. and they find like the book of the dead they well they find a box basically they just grab one box that was calling to them so they grab this fucking box because they're like, mom needs money. And in this box could be like some antiques that'll like get mom some money. And they go up in this scary ass elevator that looks like something off of like Disney's Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror. Uh, they go upstairs and they come back to the apartment. And honestly, this whole situation's Danny's fault. Uh, yeah, it's all Danny's fucking fault. So Danny opens mm -hmm. the box and sees the Book of the Dead and is like, whoa, this is cool. A book with fucking teeth on it. Like, I'm sorry. If I see a book with any kind of fucking tooth, eyeball, mouth, um, it, I'm going to throw it out the window or burn it or whatever. But fuck that noise. Uh and then, oh yeah, they ha they're like a DJ, so they grabbed all the records too. So they have this stack of records, and they like don't do anything at first with it, but they're like touching the book and nick their finger, and the blood lands on the book, and the book soaks it up. So now the book is not hungry anymore because the teeth open up. And mm -hmm. if, if that's not a fucking sign not to open up that book, Danny's like, no, nah, I'm going to open up this shit. And even their sister's like, you know, this is scary. Like, close it, close it, close it. And you see, like, Danny's eyes getting, like, dilated and looking at the pages. 
Uh, the sister closes the book and they go on with their lives. But then, of course, Danny is like, you know what? This is fucking weird. Let me play these records. And they're labeled one, two, three. So there's three records and... I was listening to the whole podcasts of the directors and shit. And they were saying that there's three books of the dead. So each each one of the records are for each book. So on the first record in the background, you could hear Ash screaming, burn the goddamn book. So, cause that was like the first one. Um, Mm -hmm. So this one, I, it almost feels like, uh, 13 ghosts because every time it flipped the page to like a step, you know what I mean? That uh-huh. something always looked like that. So like he's playing, they're playing the record and like, of course the word, here's the words. He, they play it like backwards and you hear rock, 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 rock. And then all of a sudden you start hearing like the, the fucking sayings and uh yeah once you hear latin you should turn that shit off because it is bringing something back (laughs) and so the kid just stops it but it's too late now and like the mom's going to do fucking laundry and so the mom's in the elevator as they're basically like fucking bringing the dead alive and they go into their mom. That elevator scene is so cool looking. Uh, it was so fucking cool because her, like she's bent all over the fucking place. Like I, she lands like the all elevator fucking falls. It drops, it rises. She gets like the wires on her and she's bent in an unnatural manner. Well it's, well, it's funny. Those aren't even wires. Oh yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. That those are like that's like the metal. Uh, I don't even know what what you like call the, the cables. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're not supposed yeah. to bend. <laughs> and those things are bent, wrapped around her. It's her like, wrists, her her legs. I'm like that's her not fucking to neck. Yeah, like she is <laughs> yeah. fucked up. And then, like, so you see her, and so she looks just like that photo in the book. The photo in the book showed something similar to that, and then all of a sudden, the yeah. elevator opens, and it's almost like a pretty scene, because I'm fucked in the head. But you see her, like, dead body, and it's wrapped all weird and contorted, and then you see, of course, her, like, eyes are open, and the family's, like, basically waiting for her to come back, Cause the lights go out and uh, the neighbor kids try to like ask them if they know anything, but they don't let them in. That's the fucking neighbor kids are hilarious. It's like a teenage yeah. boy eating Cheetos, but he's got Cheetos all on his face. <laughs> he's like, you yeah, want to come, come back? Hey, we to, we're watching all the, <laughs> the, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, even yeah. the, the shitty ones. Like, None of them are shitty. Is you want to see if you want to come watch with us? Oh my god, they were like the best, just fucking nomming at some Cheetos. You see it all on his fucking face and fingers. Oh my god! So the mom walks through the door when the lights are out. That was like the scariest scene, and everyone's just kind of looking like, 
Like, what's going on? <laughs> hey, what's up? And fucking, she just like walks in to her room and closes the door and then gets back out. And then all of a sudden she like goes to attack them because she first like stabs her sister in the hand, doesn't she? With a fucking scissors. Yeah, like after. I remember. Oh, no, no, no. First, she walked in and everyone's like staring at her. Then she just, just walks to the kitchen. Oh, yeah, and that's right. Yeah. And starts just throwing eggs into it. Oh, my God, and that's then right. She drops it, has like a fucking seizure or some shit. She's got the throw in their water. best fucking line ever, too. She's like talking shit about her kid. She's like, this is the best time. I'm finally away from you fucking little bastards or whatever she says. Uh, yeah. Yeah, then she fucking goes ape shit. Yeah, like, yeah, because they put her in the bath to try and cool her down, and then she does like that whole possession thing where yeah. she just like leaps out of it onto yes. the ceiling. Her fucking she, bendiness, man, like it is terrifying, and her smile is yeah, also did, her, her terrifying. Her smile was so good. It is. Yeah, her smile was on point. <laughs> it was very yeah. terrifying, but yeah, she, okay, so yeah, that's right. She. Yeah. She attacks him. Yeah, uh, oh, sister yeah. Comes, yeah, the sister comes in, and then she she kicks something or drops something. Yeah. And she leaves after the sister. Uh-huh. And then she she's attacking her, blah, 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 this, that. And then she pulls out the the tattooing needle. Yeah, it goes after and, her fucking daughter's face. Oh, yeah, the eyeball. Yeah, she, she gets the tattooing needle. She sticks uh. it in her, own, in her own cheek first and then uh. pulls it out. And then goes right for her eyeball, and then she yeah. turns just in time, but then she kind of like scrapes her cheek. I was like, when, that whole yeah, scene, when, I was like, oh my God. I'm like, they're not going to do that, are they? I go, because she'll still live. I was thinking about the character thing. I was like, they're not going to kill her off right away. I go, but like, she still live with a tattooed eye. I go, but they're not going to kill these kids because these kids are like, the main story right like that was totally in my mind while watching this well that's, yeah that's what you yeah. think but then I, like watching it i'm like if the whole movie takes place in an apartment like who, like someone's gonna die who's yeah gonna yeah right die? i thought it was gonna be and like then, maybe he, all the neighbors or yeah then you see all the neighbors i'm like okay obviously they're gonna kill the neighbors but when they did kill the neighbors it was very like anticlimactic because none of them really mattered. yeah it was kind of it was funny because that whole scene was when she killed the neighbors. It was like all you're doing is seeing it through the peephole and you just yeah. see her walking and you see fucking blood being squirted and people running. And then you see them like going by the what? door, calling for help and they're not opening up the door. And then her just like, because <laughs> like when the, the whole fight's breaking out and the door is still open, that's when I think Gabe, Gabriel walks up. Yeah. And he's like, yeah question like what's going on and then then the mom just like leaped yeah out in the hallway and then that that's the first thing you see she like jumps on top of gabriel and then yeah. gabriel's trying to like fight her off obviously that's not working yeah no she eventually she eventually like grabs onto his shoulders and then just like goes like full fucking like vampire right into his face and just bites out yeah. his eye like bites out his eye fuck. he starts freaking out she jumps off and then she's like coughing it up like a fucking hairball, <laughs> and it just magically launches yeah. out of her mouth into yep. one of the kids' yeah, mouths. Yeah, and, and then makes a choke on it. Oh, that was the best scene. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, 
I'm like, come on. It's like, really? That was like, the best you're, you're pushing it a bit with that yeah. one. But it was like, all right. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah, so she basically, like, tears everybody into pieces. Uh, and then, yeah, so she's, like, fucking murdering all these people. And they all locked her out. So then the daughter is in the kitchen. And, of course, this fucking kid. Oh, no, no, no. It was uh, Danny and then their aunt, Beth. She was like, I, I want to listen to these records that, you know, you were listening to. And they're listening to the records. And as this is happening, uh, by the way, the little sister was creepy to begin yeah, with. She, yeah. What was that doll's name that she made? It was like a doll head and like a fucking oh, fuck. um, a stabbing damn. stick. Okay. I don't know if this was on purpose, though. So remember when she made that stabby stick with the doll head and she's like, yeah, it's for man. protection. So she had the stabbing stick and in the movie she ends up chasing her older sister and the older sister seemed like she was legit terrified at first and then in the in later on she ends up stabbing her sister in the mouth because oh, yeah, cause like because she got infected and she, yeah she was dead She's so dead after you're infected uh it's bridget so wait bridget's the older sister she's yeah, Bri in the bridget yeah bridget's the one that got infected after yeah. her mom stabbed her with the tattoo needle yeah because she, then she started puking uh, yeah because yeah because yeah because then it cut it cut to cassie and danny doing whatever they were doing and then yeah. eventually i think danny came in and was trying to like i think i think they heard something yeah and then they walked into the kitchen and then you just see Bridget like perched shit. up, perched Go up on the right. fucking corner. No, it wasn't yeah. Danny. It was it was uh, it was Beth. The, Beth. Beth uh, walked in. Saw, yeah. saw uh, Bridget. That's iconic up, eating, scene. Eating, yeah, eating fucking glass <laughs> in the thing, and she I forgot what she said, but something's like. I got like something in my belly, and I don't, yeah. I don't like things in my belly. Yeah, and when these, oh like, my god, do you like stuff in your belly, Beth? I'm like. I, because they're talking so about her baby. Up. Well, yeah, so I was like, that's fucked up. <laughs> the the one fucked up part is when uh Bridget swallows the glass and you can see it going through her throat and it's like cutting and poking through. That was yeah. terrifying. And also that whole like she was like puking up that black shit, and then she was crying the black shit, and then her nose was running with the black shit. And in the book it had something that looked like that. Uh-huh. So it was like it almost kind of re it reminded me of a 13 ghost or uh scary stories we tell in the dark. That's what it kind of reminded me of. But uh yeah, then she's fucking eating the and then she does that creepy crawly off the counter and it, and then yeah. she grabs the fucking cheese grinder and grinds. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, cuz cuz Beth like they were fighting and then Beth like kicked her against the the cabinet yeah and then she starts crawling and then beth was like kicking back trying to get her away and then she ended up kicking that cheese grater yeah and then bridget caught it and like in the same motion of catching she just yeah. swung her arm up boom right oh. on her calf and just pulled it down fuck me if any uh so like i i feel like most females already know that feeling because it's the same feeling you got when you watched uh cabin fever the girl shaving her leg and then like cutting off yeah, the skin like we've all done that before but that oh 
blah, blah, blah. it's it's like you could feel it happening like it's it's scarring because most field males know what that fucking feels like to have your skin yeah. razored off uh fuck but like so even so before ellie went full-fledged demon by the way she told beth make sure that this thing does not get my children <laughs> And so now Bridget's gone uh, because her little sister stabbed her through the fucking head with her doll stabby toy. Uh, I'm I'm pretty pretty sure they're dead once they're infected. Yeah. I don't even even think them being impaled because, like, I mean, she still came back. Well, yeah, but she in her in her eyes, she probably killed her sister. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But then Danny got murdered by Bridget. So Danny's dead. Yeah, because that that whole fight, because like, that's when Danny was with Cassie. Yeah, because they started because Beth lo- locked herself in Danny's room is was listening with headphones on, listening to the record. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, maybe there's a clue on how to blah 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 stop. <laughs> Let this. me put headphones then, on. Yeah, and then, I should not be yeah, aware after, of this situation at all. <laughs> yeah, and then after Cassie, air quote, killed Bridget, they put a blanket over her, and then whatever. Yeah. And then they were in the living room, and then uh, they, I think they heard something in the kitchen, and then Danny, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> they were out in the living room, and then all of a yeah. sudden, they look up, and then Bridget, with the sheet on, the yep. blanket still on, just stabs, goes right after Cassie, and then Danny pushes Cassie away, and then Bridget tackles Danny, and then they start fighting, end up in the kitchen, and then uh, Danny gets stabbed in the face, yep. and then he, he pulls up... Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Some spray shit, and then pretty much lit Bridget on fire. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. But it was they already got stabbed in the chest. It's it's donezo at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. They're they're and just then, slowly dying. Cass, yeah, Cassie's like under a book bookshelf or a coffee table or something. Then then uh, he's oh, yeah. like laying on the ground, pretty much bleeding out. Yeah, and Beth was listening to it, and then uh, and that's when Ellie. Heard the cat, which we we didn't talk about, but the cat. Oh was yeah, one of the neighbor's cats. Yeah, he he, he was saying it's like, oh yeah, the blah 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 cat. It's on the fuck. It's in the AC the unit. Yeah, it goes like hangs out in the vents, and, and they're like, like oh, that's not foreshadowing. Fuck, <laughs> that's not. Yeah, they're like, that's not yeah. the fucking cat because it's too heavy. Yeah then, yeah, then Ellie was obviously locked in that hallway and then heard the cat. Yeah. So then Ellie went up in the vents. Eventually, came down and she came down inside Danny's room where Beth was at. Yep. Obviously, the Beth didn't hear her. She got headphones on, and then it eventually I, Ellie like <laughs> starts standing up. Beth looks and sees the reflection in the window, and then turns around and they have like, the, their little their like, tiff, their yeah. their little tiff. So like Ellie and Beth is like literally as soon as Ellie comes back into the room again, like Beth has been listening to these headphones and. Oh literally two of her kids have already died um so she's already doing a horrible job uh pregnant or yeah pregnant or not i'm not sure she's gonna be a great mom but you know she's gonna be a great mom because she already knows how to lie to the kids yeah yeah she did that was a great moment um and it's true because she's like i don't i wouldn't trust the bitch either because she's been killing off all your siblings so uh Because that's the part where they finally try to find 
their way downstairs. And these two go through fucking hell because this movie has not stopped since it has started. Like, yeah. it has just been nonstop gore, nonstop bloodshed. Uh, like, I mean, but it's good. It's like there's so much being thrown at you, but it's so smooth. Uh, because then all of a sudden they're doing a fight in the hallway and it's Beth and Cassie now. Everyone is literally dead. Ellie's going after them and they're trying to get down the elevator, which is literally falling apart. And yeah. it ends up being filled with blood. So it's slowly, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. slowly getting filled with blood. And she's still saying, like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And it's slowly filling. Ellie somehow gets on top of the fucking elevator. Well, they well before that, like, when they're in the hallway. She, oh, yeah, that's right. I it, forgot. Her, her and the two kids start yeah. fusing together. They fuse to together a, like the thing. Being, yeah. It is literally like the watching the thing where they all, like, fuse together. And then they, like, create this monster that looks like the video game the forest like one of those fucking uh cannibals like that's yeah. that's what it remind me of uh yeah because yeah because then you have the two heads it's like the two kids and the mom so i guess they are together yep. one big happy family not all yeah. families get together like that not anymore but so that's right because then that's what is like on top of the uh elevator trying to reach for them which makes no sense, because if you're already going to fill it up with blood, why bother even reaching? But, you know, I'm not a demon. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know the game plan here. So all that weight ends up dropping the elevator. So you see it fall down to the, the parking lot, open, and all the blood comes rushing out. Yep. Which is amazing. Um, and... Then you see them too, of course, and they get into this, the big epic fight with the the well, the monster well, now. But before that, like one thing I wish they would have done is like when they they get out of the elevator, they finally get mm -hmm. in the car, and just for the fact that Cassie's like just like a cute little blonde girl. Yeah, I was really hoping that like when she noticed like her mom and the kid, the her her siblings. They saw them. It's like I wish she would have said like they're here or some oh, very yeah yeah they're she, here. He said something kind of similar of an acknowledgement that the monster is there. But yeah, like, just for the fact that you got a cute blonde, like why wouldn't right? you just reference reference that? That, that would have been, been so funny. Yeah, that would have been really really good because I mean they reference a lot of movies in this movie. Um, mm -hmm. That would have been a really good one. She kind of looks like her. Oh, God, don't That's jinx okay. that girl. Yeah, don't blonde. jinx the actress, but she kind of looks like her. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that would have been a good thing. But, like, so they're in the fucking parking lot, and uh, they go through this whole fight, and this fucking monster is terrifying, by the way. I don't know what it is, but anything that's got like a mergy kind of the thing kind of vibe, bleh, it just grosses me out. But um, that's that's who they are now. Yeah, so the evil yeah, they're they're trying to get the garage door open, uh, but they can't, and they they gotta fight this fucking monster because now the monster is gonna go after them, and now is like the epic 
evil dead scene so she ends up the uh beth ends up basically going fucking ballistic and she even has the like bruce campbell vision view up close to her face the crazy like you yeah. know uh the camera in front of the face oh yeah they did do the ode yeah. to that scene there's two odes to that scene the uh yeah, you know there I saw. they did saw the shotgun yep and they did the souls in the hallways with all the dead people and yeah. uh she had the same camera view and then they had the shotgun and she had the chainsaw because like in the fucking end uh i don't know about like construction machinery but wasn't that a wood chipper yeah that's a wood chipper there's no why? reason for a wood yeah chipper why is there, parking garage. Why is wood chipper <laughs> inside like a new york yeah, fucking no. garage but it was conveniently um and it was like next to the car so thank you new york um she <laughs> ends up like shoving the fucking creature in the wood chipper and then yeah. all of a sudden the sister is like says thank you or some shit like that uh and tries to like i don't know what she thought was gonna happen like her sister was gonna throw off the fucking wood chipper and be like never mind half your body's gone but i'm gonna keep you alive but the wood chipper is going and she ends up getting a chainsaw chainsaws her fucking sister in half uh and blood is everywhere it is like all over the fucking parking garage and then they finally leave they're covered in blood she's got the chainsaw she even says a few evil dead lines and that's not the end of the movie like this movie literally never stops so you think that they're escaped and it's the end of the movie no because right after that uh, apparently while all this noise and shit is happening, like gunfire, uh, no one in the building heard this because this girl comes down the stairs, I believe, and she walks to her car that is like kind of next to the wood chipper, but is far enough to where she doesn't see all the blood and and fucking shit the murder scene that's happened but yeah. she's on the phone talking about a camping trip and she sees all the blood all of a sudden she like walks up sees the blood does a scream and as she screams you see the demon camera roll going and then it goes into her mouth so then you see yep. her then go into the car and then she drives to the cabin. And then now you're at where the beginning of the movie started. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, all around, I loved this movie. It was I, really good. I loved it. Um, the gore was amazing. I literally turned to my friend. I was like, I've never felt so satisfied with gore at the end of a movie until I watched this one. I'm like, I, I loved it. It was bloody, but it was good bloody. It wasn't Renfield bloody. You know what I mean? It wasn't that, like, CGI blood. It was, like, real fucking, like, liquid on these people. Yeah. Uh, 
The actresses were great. Fucking Ellie was creepy as shit. Uh, Beth is incredible. Uh, I'd like to see what they're going to do with Cassie. Because she's so young. Like, what? what's going to happen with that? I don't know. Yeah, like, I wonder if they're even going to do something with that. But, and I'm, I'm interested in seeing what's going to be next with the book. So, is this book going to now continue? And then you're going to do, like, a story on a third book? Or, like, what's going to happen? So, I, uh, I mean, duh, I'm going to give this four stab, wait, five stabby? What are we at again? I keep trying not five? to get, yeah, five, five stabbies. I'm trying not to do the six stabby thing again. <laughs> I give this a full five stabbies. I loved it. Um, it was just like, a. will fucking watch it over and over again. Like, it is literally a great movie. What would you rate it? I'll give it a four. Yeah, mother. I, I'm I, joking. <laughs> I, personally don't, I personally don't think anyone besides Cassie or Ellie were that good of actors. Yeah, they didn't really right. have. I don't like, even think the little girl had anything to say. I mean, she had like well, a few no, lines, like, but yeah, because like I don't think Beth did very well. Like it, it seemed like when she was supposed to be scared or like excited in a way, it just seemed forced. Yeah, it didn't seem natural. And there like were... Bridget was, Bridget was was all right, but Danny was like, yeah, Danny was very like. I felt like an empty shell kind of character. It was like the body making the movements for this to happen. That yeah, was Danny's so character. Other than that, that was like the only criticism I really had. It was just yeah. like acting wasn't like the best, but everything else was great. Like Ellie was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Oh god. That's that's my thing, is I feel like Ellie's performance just kind of weighed out. Um I think Bridget her character came out more when she was a demon yeah she's way better as a demon than like yeah, a bitchy teenager of, yeah she's got to have a lot of fun yeah because i was like you you don't really believe that they're all siblings because they don't seem close and i don't know like i did i didn't feed into that uh yeah i didn't believe it at all but it's the uh, god ellie that's all I keep thinking. I'm like, El Ellie, I liked Beth. She was a little dry at first, and I feel like once she got covered in blood, she got a lot better. Mm -hmm. Her character got like a 100% times better, because then the crazy came out, and I was like, this, now we're talking. Now we got <laughs> this. Like, this is gonna rock. I mean, I loved it, though. It was such a good movie. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see what else they'll do with it. But we'll move on to reviewing the reviews. These are going to be one-star yeah. reviews, by the way, and they're going to be from uh, IMDB. So you know yeah. they're going to be entertaining. Yeah. Uh, top tier. Yeah, top tier. Top tier reviews by top tier reviewers. <laughs> yeah. This is... Oh, God. Okay. I'll do that, I'll do that first one. Okay, you you can you got yeah. this. Yeah, it's uh, from from Sanrib, whatever whatever it is. Just gore, blood, and vomit, storyless and senseless. 
like original Evil Dead movies with Bruce Campbell were so good. The last two installments are just cash grabbing with lots of gore. Story is non-existent and not scary at all. Humor is pretty bad. Dialogues are crappy. Sam Raimi should should direct the Evil Dead movies in his style, not hand it over to other directors. Don't be fooled with high star rating reviews if you are a fan of the original movies. Unfortunately, it is like just another mediocre possession movie. Just with good cinematography and more gore. Jump scares were cheap, repetitive, and boring. I didn't expect it to be as good as Sam Raimi's direction, but I think I sort of expected it to be better than it was. Direction at times is good good direction at times and good is good scenes and the over and the overall product is not good. The story has nothing to connect with the connect with or never gave the feeling of scary movie that it should have been. What the fuck? These people are a hard win. Um, I am not going to read this review. It's a 5 out of 10 because I can't read it because it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 paragraphs long. For a 5? What, a 1 star or a 5 star? It's a 5 star. Uh, Like, what? That was crazy. Yeah, no, that was fucking nuts. I was looking at those for a minute. I'm like, someone actually wrote like fucking wow. The whole essay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, oh my God, this is this is gonna be a good one. Good one. Uh, one star by James Phillip, fifty two oh seven. Why? No, I'm sorry. Why? Uh, as Ash says, you. You bastards, I guess. This is... Okay. Why are you torturing me like this? Why? Having grown up watching horror movies and putting Evil Evil Trilogy in a class of its own, I just can't believe how poor this this movie was. I really tried to get into this movie from leaving home with a sense of excitement having watched the previous movies in the lead-up to this disaster. Because it's not like the other movies, Jagoff. Uh, I believe the whole budget was spent on the special effects. Even these couldn't redeem the movie. The movie lacked a story, direction, and Bruce Campbell. I mean, you knew that Bruce Campbell wasn't going to be in this movie. Why? Mm -hmm. And he never promised that. Why are people like, I want Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell is done with Evil Dead. Like, I'm sorry. He's not going to do Bruce versus the Evil Dead because we all fucked that up when nobody paid for the show when it fucking was on. Uh, yeah. And he's passing the torch. Let the man pass the torch. We'll see him in Marvel, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, he'll be in Marvel movies. Chill the fuck out. Oh my God. All right, your turn. All right. This one's from Speed Demon, 11997. <laughs> Evil Dead for Hipster Zoomers. Okay. It's like, and that's the and that's the prime target of audience. Stop giving the in real life living dead, the hipster virus with legs, a paycheck. <laughs> some some of the actors and actresses and Cronin are the uh are the obvious examples the latter a talentless irish b 
PM. What? what? <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> instead of like... keeping it true, were they all Australian? It, yeah, instead of keeping it true to the legacy, Ramey and Campbell has me. Uh, mingled with this un- unoriginal hip su- subspecies for far too long, and alongside their own sellout of friend victimized pop culture, Spider Man, <laughs> they, they don't seem to care anymore. <laughs> However, I don't mind putting a woman as the protagonist and heroine, <laughs> she who played She Ash wasn't bad at all, but this new generation of, of Ed is not, oh, of Evil Dead is not Evil Dead nor targeted to actual Evil Dead fans. It's another compilation of copy and paste masquerading as homage oh to old movies when it's actually soulless and generic material in order to generate money at the box office. Nothing else, as said, a tasteless hipster lacking identity of its own uh, is res- responsible for this movie. But sure, one good thing about this flick... I. I can manage to muster down in text. Brilliant Goran effects. Gee, what a shocker, huh? Uh, what? Yeah. I love when it's the longest reviews or the dumbest reviews. Well, yeah. That's it's just, like... <laughs> a whole bunch of bullshit to, for their defense. Yeah. Oh, God. Um. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. This seems like it's going to be a good one. Okay, this one is from Mahendrakowal. I don't fucking know what that says. It says, ugly than horror. Very disappointed. Big fan of Evil Dead, but this is more ugly than horror thriller? Better to watch Wrong Turn again. What? Start is, start is very much promising, but when Evil Dead rises and moviegoers further, all interest gone. Okay, none of these fucking people have taken an English course in their goddamn life because half of these reviews make no sense. Uh, proceeding. Not and one scene is thrilling as the film progresses more ugly it becomes story is null screenplay null direction null in all departments perform zero there was a caveman that wrote this uh film yeah film gives feeling of vomiting than fear uh apparently they don't mind demons they're like that's that's no problem that's just pukey uh, all movie shots in a apartment. Same clothes, no characters. What? All movies, budgets, gone, and special effects that doesn't give any effect to viewers? Giving my best wishes to them. Next part. Please don't make film without story. There was a whole story to that movie. And... What is these people's deal with the gore? They're like, this is not horror. This is gore. Isn't gore and horror the same fucking thing? It's a type of horror. For people who are ballsy enough to do public reviews for people like, for assholes like us to read them out loud and make fun of them, I feel as if, uh, I don't know, they would like do more punctuations or, I don't know, grammar checks. Yeah. All right. 
you're up next. Well, no, that's it. Oh, that's, that's it. A, oh, yeah, four. That's right. I really wanted an admirable. I love when people use big words. Oh, this person says not one scare. I'm like, what? It, yeah, they said they did not get scare. And the gore was monotonous. Ooh, you used a big word. <laughs> Absolute rubbish like the terrifier. <sighs> All right. Those are That's some fighting word. words. Yeah, fighting words. Those are some fucking fighting words. You want to fight, brah? Like what? <laughs> like what? These people are fucking idiots. I can't. I mean, if you're going to give like a bad review, like give some detail, like not idiot detail. Like, you know, yeah. nobody will remember this movie in six months since COVID hit. A lot of people tend to treat movies like TV shows. What? Oh, these people are idiots. I cannot. Gore. All these people complain about the gore. This is not gore. This is gore. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then everyone's like, the jump scares were cheap. I'm sorry. I, you know what I think we should bring back is, uh, like the horror movie popcorn. We should be bring back like the smellorama or the, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Like the actual, like someone will jump up and like get you with a fake chainsaw kind of scares in a movie theater. I'm sure no one would want to do that now, because now that I think about it, some fucking idiot will shoot somebody. Um, <laughs> I thought they were really getting me. I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> Even though I bought tickets to a, a horror-themed movie theater that people were going to kill me, I, I shot them because I, I forgot. <laughs> and everybody, there's no Bruce Campbell and Bruce Campbell and Bruce Campbell and Bruce Campbell and Bruce... This is a new chapter, people. We need counseling groups for people to get over the fact that Bruce Campbell is not in this movie. He gave it his blessing. He loves it. Mm -hmm. If you don't love it, it seems like your own problem. Uh, but this movie also made a hundred million. And uh, like, I'm even tempted to go to movie theater and see it again. So I guess these were the people that didn't pay for the Netflix prescription from when um, Ash vs. the Evil Dead was on Probably. there. Yeah. You people were the ones that burnt. How dare you? I, I can't believe how this movie is at 7.4. This movie deserves a rate of 3.0, like my high school IQ. <laughs> I can't. Oh, these fucking people. So, now that that's over and done with, I don't even know. I didn't even look to see what uh, horror movies are playing next or what's coming out. I mean, the Meg 2 is supposed to be coming out. Yes. So. Actually, well, I don't, I don't know. I just know the trailer came out today, but I don't actually know when it comes out. It did come out. Oh, Insidious is coming out. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Insidious for sure. What's this? This is May, right? So, June. Yeah. I like how to look it up. Uh we oh, the boogeyman? No. That's no. what? What's the boogeyman? I was gonna be alright, but it's... was it like Bobadoo? Not much interest. 
<laughs> no, it's not that. Not elevated. As, they, as the cool kids say. As the cool kids say, those damn hipsters. I mean, it looks all right. Oh my god, I do want to see uh, the blackening. That the, one does look fun. It looks awesome. Meg to uh, first contact, and then let's see. Do 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 do. Uh, yeah, I don't. We'll have to look up to see what we'll review next. Because, yeah, yeah it's see what's up. But uh, also a reminder, so this, this, this is May. So on May 21st, I'm pulling up our, uh, well, the Discord events. D, 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 D. On, yep, it's correct. <laughs> ah, I was right. Sunday, May 21st at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, Chainsaw Awards are playing and you have to click on a special link. It's going to be on the Fangoria page or you can stop in at our Patreon page. It's going to be there. We're also going to be hosting a live stream of the Chainsaw Awards on the AFMG Discord. So if you guys want to join, go to our Patreon. You can find all the info there. Um, yeah, so we have a thing, too, that if you click on the link on our Discord, uh, you could predict the winners. And basically, you could go in for a drawing, and you'll get a copy of the B-Horror Movie board game. You'll also get a copy of the Summoning... Summing? Summoned? <laughs> I don't even know the name of my own board game. Uh, you're also going to get a official Chainsaw Awards pin. And a $20 gift card to Amazon. So make sure you pick the right movies. But that's all that info is on our Patreon. And then we'll take a look at our movies for June. Other than that, uh, I wish you guys adieu. I hope you have a good day. We'll come back with some more horror and gore. Have a good rest of your nights. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Did you enjoy all the gory details? Come listen to us on iTunes, Google Podcast, and Spotify. See you soon.